dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the show, I have a very special episode lined up with a very special guest, and I'm very, very excited. I wanted to see how many times I use the word very in the intro to the show. Uh, I've got Richard Nebins uh, joining me on the show today. Very excited to have him on. Writer, editor, podcast host for The Illuminati and The Direct. How are you doing today, Richard? I was doing great, and uh, you're one of the rare people to get my last name right on the pronunciation. So great job on that. Oh man, wow! You got me feel you got me feeling good now. Holy cow! Yeah, no. That's a good way to start. Hell yeah! <laughs> wow, that that never happens. So that that's a one in a million. Um, awesome, man. Welcome to the show. I, I I'm very stoked to have you on. So kind of the the topic of the show today is top MCU moments. So I, I wanted to get someone else on the show so we could kind of talk MCU moments. Uh, so it's not just me, you know, spewing yeah. about everything that I love. Um, but <laughs> before we dive into that real quick, you kind of had a big week last week on Twitter. Um, you, I, I assume you've, you've gained lots of followers. Um, you broke some news, uh, some amazing Marvel news that eventually trended on Twitter. Uh, you, along with the people at the Illuminati, broke the news about a new feature film specifically about mutants called The Mutants. Uh, so, so I, I want to know, can you tell me how you guys scored the scoop and how it felt to kind of be trending on Twitter? Well, I got to give all the credit in the world to the Illuminati, um, Braxter Timberlake, Joe um, Decklemeyer. They do an incredible job at the Illuminati. They're the ones who get all the scoops. I just write it up. Mm-hmm. But um, no, Brax literally messaged me that day about the scoop. I wrote it up in about an hour. And then it, it was funny. Even I just teased on Twitter that I had something and he just started going nuts. Not even like anything released yet, but that was the biggest day I have ever had as a writer. I think I gained something like 500 new followers in about 36 hours. I like more than doubled my Twitter follower count. It was insane. That is, that's seriously wild. Okay, cool. So, so you, you wrote it up real quick and, and you got it out there. Um, and now you're dealing with with the aftermath of of being a, a trending Twitter, you know, Marvel newsbreaker. Um, yeah. I I assume you're excited for this for this movie. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that I've only been writing about new Marvel news and stuff for a, a little under two years, and the fact that I got to break that the X Men are coming to the MCU, oh, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be the one to break that story, uh, me and along with the Illuminati. So that was just absolutely insane. And hell yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Yeah, that is, I mean, uh, let's be honest here. That is probably the biggest piece of, of Marvel news that, that we've had uh, in years is my guess. I mean, it uh, ever since, be. yeah, ever since we knew, you know, f- f- with phase four and, w- and kind of where we're going and mutants are coming eventually. Right. So mm-hmm. minus the fact of like, Oh, Marvel now owns the Fox rights to mutants. Like this is the, this is it. This is the biggest news scoop on that front. Um, congratulations, man. I mean, that's Thank humongous. You. That's crazy. Um, crazy. so yeah, I, I'm super excited, uh, as well. I, I have not seen all of the X-Men movies. Uh, so, so that's, that's my fault there. Um, <laughs> 
but uh, I mean, I know enough about mutants to be super hyped up. Uh, and, and of course, entering the MCU is is going to be uh, absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. I mean, literally all the information that we have in my article is that Kevin Feige is producing a project for the MCU called The Mutants. And the logline is that it's an X-Men reboot. Now, we don't know anything else besides that. That's all the information that I have. So I don't want to be spreading false information or anything. But just the fact that, like you said, we knew the X-Men were coming to the MCU for the last couple of years since the Fox merger. But the fact that this is something official that's in the works even in the early stages of development, is so exciting. Yeah, totally agree. Because uh, up until this point, it's all speculation of, of when it'll happen and if if it'll happen anytime soon. We we mm-hmm. haven't known anything. Uh, and I I gotta admit, I'm a big fan of of this news being being scooped by you and and, and the Illuminati and and the news being like, hey, uh, the movie's called The Mutants. Like that that's that's a fact. That's just as, as clear as it gets. Clear as crystal. Yeah, and I honestly love the fact that this is just coming from me as a fan. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's just called the mutants. Like, yeah, I think this is gonna set up like the whole mutant mythology within the MCU. You know, where they've been, where they came from. I've got my own theories on how they get into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the fact that they're starting off with that rather than just going into full blown X Men. I'm betting the X Men will come eventually, but probably not by the start of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's in classic MCU Marvel Studios fashion as well. They've mm-hmm. they've got a long plan, they've got a long con, and they're they're gonna do it right if they're gonna do it. And oh, yeah. and I feel like yeah, immediately jumping into something you know X Men level is, is not the route that they want to go. So uh, again, man, congratulations on, on scooping that to to you and and the folks at Illuminati. Uh, that is super super cool. Um, and then I do want to move on to the main topic here. So. We're going to talk about our top three MCU moments. Um, do you have, I assume you have a top three and are you ready to list them? About as ready as I'm going to be. I mean, that's the great thing about the MCU. I'm sure, you know, as, as big a fan as me, that it's hard to narrow down a top three oh, from, yeah. you know, 23 movies and now WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I've got a decent list, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Yeah, I feel like I tasked you with the near impossible. Um, it, it's <laughs> essentially, yeah, extremely difficult to get to get three down. Um, do you want to do this list? Do you want to start with your number one, or do you want to build the suspense? Should we start with our number threes? I was thinking number three, so that's good, cool for you. Okay, yeah, man. Uh, so hit it with your number three. I, I want you to go first and, and see where we stand. All right. I'm thinking my number three is from actually a while back now, about nine years back. Okay. I'm thinking 2012, the Avengers, when the first the first time that the Avengers assembled on screen for the first time, you've got yeah. Iron Man, you've got Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. I mean, this is what had been building ever since Iron Man came out in phase one. It had never been done before in the history of films, especially big blockbusters like that. And I mean, that was just one of the MTUs like premier first standing ovation moments back in the theater yeah totally and that's so big i feel like that's such a big moment in in mcu history not just even like a moment in the movies itself but but in history as as kind of like a checkpoint of okay we've we've made it to the avengers we we have them all on screen together and and this is now where we stand as a as a movie franchise um Mm -hmm. that that's a that's a great pick I, i mean you can obviously never ever go wrong with the avengers classic uh, yeah, it's, it's a classic for a reason. Right. Uh, 
So a kind of in that same vein, my number three is actually the 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 final uh, kind of a Avengers Assemble moment in Avengers Endgame. Uh, mm. So obviously, but you know when when Cap uh, calls on on Mjolnir and finally says Avengers Assemble, uh, and you know so good. It's so it's so good and it's so like moving and emotional. And a big reason I chose this is because of the experience that I had while seeing it in a theater. Uh, obviously you remember where you were, what, mm-hmm. what, you know, who you were with when you saw Avengers Endgame. It, I feel like it's that way for everybody. And, you know, I feel like everybody's theater cheered, but especially, you know, mine too. Like when that happens, people cheered, people st- stood up. Like th- this is it. This is what kind of, you know, 10 years have been, we, we finally got this amazing comic book moment on screen. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, that is obviously a, a defining moment within the MCU. Um, and I, I do remember exactly where I was. I was right here where I live in Lake Tahoe. I saw it with my wife, who's almost as big a Marvel fan as me, which is just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that was like I was saying with that Avengers moment that I picked for nine, my number three. That's, I think, the standing ovation defining moment of the MCU. Something you like you said, we've been waiting 10, 11 years for that moment to come. Exactly. And it's just the, the culmination of everything finally, finally peaked and, and we got that moment. So it it's, you know, it, it has to crack the list. Uh, what's your number two, Richard? All right. My number two is from another Avengers movie. I'll, I'll give a spoiler alert. All of mine are from Avengers movies. Okay. <laughs> I okay. mean, they're, they're just that big. I'm going to go Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Another key moment in that movie. You see the Bifrost coming down into Wakanda, you see Stormbreaker swirling around, kicking everybody's tail, and then you see Thor, Rocket, and Groot come into Wakanda with the Avengers theme music. I mean, outside of Endgame, I can't remember hearing louder cheers in the theater than when that moment came out. Thor's got the lightning all around him. He does that huge blast in the field in Wakanda. Just absolute perfection. Yeah, man, you're you're giving me chills. My my hairs are starting to stand up on my on my arms over here. Just the way you're describing it again, it, like as as soon as we're done recording, I gotta go watch this scene again. That that <laughs> it's so epic and it's it's so yeah, it's just it's just it just captures the energy of everything, especially of that film. But it captures the energy of of what's possible and what Thor is possible of so well. And and he and he comes to save the day, and it just is miraculous. And I got to give an honorable mention to the moments that come after that of, yes. you know, uh, I am Steve Rogers, uh, you know, I am Groot, I am Steve Rogers is, is a classic. And then also, you know, with, with Steve Rogers and Thor with the, uh, with the, the goatee. The beard. My exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's so money. Like that whole scene is so money. Um, you mentioned all of yours are from Avengers movie uh, movies. I got to ask, do you have Avengers uh, age of Ultron on the list or is this missing the list? Unfortunately, not Ultron, although I have been gaining a new appreciation for that movie, especially over the last few months with WandaVision. I mean, that movie continues to be underrated. I mean, that's I mean, it was a little bit of a mess, but it kind of had to be because it's set up so much in the MCU. I mean, all of phase three, it's the WandaVision origin story. I mean, it's a fantastic movie. Just it. I mean, it has a hard task going up against (laughs) Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, it does. A near impossible task. And it's so packed with 
um, with storyline and, and trying to push things forward and, and set things up for the future as well. So so it, uh, it did have kind of an impassable task, but I feel like it'll forever be underrated. Um, tr- yeah. you know, strongly agree on that. So my number two moment, also with Thor, also with the Bifrost. So you, mm. you've kind of, you know, you kind of set me up here pretty nicely. Okay. It actually comes from Thor Ragnarok when Thor is gaining, essentially gains his powers back when Hela is like yes. this close to taking over uh, Asgard. And he, you know, and he like jumps down from the tower onto the Bifrost and we, we're listening glowing. to, yeah, we're listening to the immigrant song and he's got yes. sparks following him and then he's one eyed. And so like, he's extra badass. Um, yes. And that, that whole scene is, is so amazing and energetic and you're just like like hell yeah let's go man ragnarok as a whole is one of my favorite mcu solo movies like Mm. that almost cracks my top five like overall marvel movies i love ragnarok i love everything about it that scene was incredible and the way that taika waititi used that song twice in the beginning of the movie and in that scene just absolute perfection i love that choice such a clutch move from Taika. He's he's uh, I'm glad he's remaining in the MCU and, and keeping things moving with Thor. That's definitely Agreed. the right move. Uh, OK, so we've we've come to the number one. So th- this is the big guns, the big show here. What is your number one favorite MCU moment? You know, it's kind of been actually teased a little bit because it was part of your number three choice. But I'm going to go a little bit wider on this, a little bit longer of a scene. The entire portal scene mm. from Avengers Endgame, like from the moment we hear Sam Wilson in Steve Rogers' ear and he says, on your left, God, and then so we good. see the portals open and Black Panther and Shuri and Okoye come out, and then we see Falcon fly in, we got, you know, the Guardians and Spidey and just everybody coming in. I mean, Alan Silvestri with the absolute perfect score behind that scene and then leading up to your number three moment when Steve Rogers says Avengers assemble for the first time. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember a little quick history on me. The first website I wrote for was MCU exchange. who's still doing a great job. One of my pieces that I had to write for them was a little, um, like what was your favorite scene? And I wrote a whole thing on portals, the portal scene from Endgame, And that scene still gives me chills to this day. I, I mean, that is, I think, the defining moment of the entire MCU. I'm not sure anything's going to top it, honestly. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't know how anything in the future of the MCU would compete with that. That's like, you know, kind of like I mentioned, that's a decade of buildup to this mm-hmm. this very thing that we're watching. Um, yeah, and absolutely. I, I totally remember exactly the feeling I had when I when I heard on your left and mm-hmm. um, just knowing what you're about to get and, and knowing what you're about to see. Yeah. And even even getting that anticipation of like, oh, my God, it, it's coming. We're going we're uh-huh. going to see this. Um, yeah. And, and the score and everything to it. I think a, a large, large number of people would agree with you as that being the premier MCU moment uh, of the franchise so far. One last thing I want to say about it. You knew it was coming ever since the snap happened at the end of Avengers Infinity War. And they still nailed it. That's how you can tell that's a special scene. Yeah, absolutely. They did not drop the ball one one bit on that, and they lived up to the insane amount of pressure that was built up to, you know, what what was Avengers Endgame. Um, so I'm gonna stick with Avengers Endgame for my number one moment here. Uh, this 
this just has a special place in my heart. It's less action oriented. It it's more more along the lines of character development or, or character arc wise. Mm-hmm. Um, when Pepper Potts tells Tony that he can rest, that he's able to rest, Ooh. that just really messes me up inside every single time. I, I get chills. I start to tear up. So That's, good. Just just knowing that the the journey that Tony Stark has taken and and how he's always been the front man, he's always wanted to take the burden. He's always wanted to be that guy. Um, and even in the beginning of Endgame, when when Pepper asks him like, if you don't try this, will you be able to rest? And mm-hmm. and they both know the answer to that. And and thus ensues Endgame, right? Um, <laughs> but that that moment, especially in the emotion that is packed into there, and and what it leads up to is just phenomenal. Absolutely. I, I mean. You knew you kind of had a feeling that Tony Stark was going to be the one that had to end everything. But the way that final battle build up, I mean, that was a half hour solid, you know, final battle between Thanos and his armies and the Avengers. And then when you see Tony get the stones, you know what's coming. And I mean, this guy's been the face of the MCU ever since the beginning. And then it was just an absolute sucker punch at the end when he did what he did. Yeah, and totally gets you in. And the fact that Pepper's in her rescue um, outfit, outfit, too, really yeah. really gets me. That That's so epic. Um, totally. Amazing, amazing stuff, man. Um, thanks for sharing your top three moments. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, again, congratulations on, on the scoop to, you know, you and the Illuminati for the scoop on the mutants. That is so clutch, and, and we're definitely going to be talking about it a ton as, as the future rolls on for the MCU. Um, if people want to find you on social media, where can they do that at? My Twitter is at R Nebens, N E B E N S. And, uh, you can find me there. You can join the you know, over 500 people that have just followed me. I, I mean, I still can't believe it. Literally just for some perspective, I had about maybe three eighty, three ninety or so building up for a year for Twitter. Mm-hmm. I more than doubled that in 36 hours. I mean, I, I didn't even know how to feel, how to react, anything. I, it was so new to me. It was, I, yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's pure shock and awe. If that happened to me, I, w- I would think there's a glitch in the system or Twitter exactly Twitter got messed up, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone rewrote my follower account for me. I, like, I wouldn't trust it. I knew the X-Men thing was going to be big. I, I had a feeling it would be big. I didn't think it would blow up, blow up the way it did. I mean, I didn't think I would trend on Twitter for a story I wrote. That was just absolutely bonkers. Sure. Yeah. I mean, hey, here's to here's to uh, trending again, hopefully uh, in the future. Man. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I follow you. It, it's a wonderful follow. I always love to see you on the feed. Thank so um, thanks for coming on the show, man. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, I, and I'd love to have you back in the future to to talk mutants, to talk anything Marvel, if you're willing. Um, yeah, man, absolutely. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. It was an absolute blast being on with you. You do a great job. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. We'll we'll see you again in the future for sure. Definitely. A massive shout out and thank you to Richard Nebbins for coming on the show today. It's always a blast hearing other people's favorite MCU moments and seeing how they differ and how they're similar. Always a good time. What is your favorite MCU moment? And uh, how do you feel about the news of a mutant-centered movie? Let me know. Get at me at 15MinuteMarvel on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major platform. And don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts either. It'll help this show become more discoverable to other Marvel fans like yourself. And uh, I, I feel like if you like the show, they'll like the show. It's just a big win-win-win for everybody. I will see you back here next week for the show's very first 
first listener mailbag episode. Now, you don't have to send me an actual letter in the mail. You don't have to fax anything to me. You don't have to get your carrier pigeon or your carrier owl out. Uh, save your paper. Save your resources. Just get at me on Twitter and Instagram. Anything Marvel-related, anything MCU-related, thoughts, theories, what you're hyped about, questions, what you don't like, give them to me. Hit me up on the socials. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful episode. I am Ethan Simi. I will see you soon. And remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Oh.